20 seconds left to go in the third period. Centering pass, bouncing around out there. Finding it, no one. Now Stiltree, a shot blocked. And it, no, it's given away in front of the goal by Marner and a shot went over top of the net. Oh my, played around the boards and down the ice and icing with no time left. By the hair of their chinny chin chin, the Maple Leafs pull it out here on the road in the back-to-back against the Ottawa Senators. 3-2 the final to split the weekend series. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5-9 of the fan. Nick Alberga joined alongside Gord Stelic on Twitter at the Gold Muzzy at Gord Stelic. Producer Sam McKee and technical op Andrew Holland along for the ride as well. And so round two of nine in the Battle of Ontario goes to the Toronto Maple Leafs, just like last night, by the way. Uh, Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca will be by later on to break it all down. Also, we'll hear from Sheldon Keith and hopefully uh, Jumbo Joe Thornton, no doubt one of the bigger stories for me in general on this night, Gord. Joe Thornton scoring his first as a Maple Leaf part of this victory. Yeah, it really was. It was, you know, to to go back before Jumbo Joe, just in general, Nick, we, uh, for game number two, I don't think we expected to work so hard as we did on Leafs Nation postgame last night about, <laughs> you know, what the heck happened? Do you want it or not? And as a team, they showed up and, you know, basically said, yeah, we want it. They outshot Ottawa a little bit more than two to one in that respect. So that's what should happen against this Ottawa center team. But Joe Thornton, Nick, to your point, one goal, one assist. Two points, three shots on net, and this has sort of been the feel-good story about a guy coming home, a guy at the end of his career, not quite Ray Bork going to Colorado to win that Stanley Cup. Not as, not that it was a sure thing, but this is a little bit more. The odds aren't quite there, but it was nice to see. It was just nice to see. It's game three, say so break the ice, and whether it's the new guys, the old guys. Nick, where was that team last night? You know, I love Joe. Th- Where was Joe Thornton and the 17 other guys last night? First of all, uh, at 41 years, and I'll answer your question momentarily, 198 days old, Joe Thornton becoming the second oldest player in Leafs history to score a goal. Um, you know, it was so cool to me, at least, to see Tim Stutza score that goal. 22 years his senior to Joe Thornton just shows like two different eras of NHL hockey. To answer your question, I don't know. But I, I'm beginning to think you were more bullish on this on this game than I was, Gord. Um, you know, I'll give them credit. Uh, they played well enough to win this game. Um, I, I still think there's a lot of room to grow. I think we'll both agree on that. Um, I think there are moments and times, big-time lapses that we've seen in the past, you know, namely the last couple minutes, Mitch Marner a couple times. they got to clean things up. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because it's early on in this season. But I do agree with you in that respect. It was a much better showing than it was on Friday night. Oh, no question. They, I, you know, I think early in the season, Nick, uh, it's going to be a little exhibition time for every NHL team without exhibition yeah. games. So if you're going to be sloppy, I can understand that. So that's what I'm saying. It is, it, you know, hey, is this the kind yeah. of – you play these games, you're going to win the Stanley Cup. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hedge my bets on that. But, you know, Ottawa Senators are a team right now that are – if you play your game, they'll give you two points. And that's not disrespect to them. Agreed. I think after about 10 games we talked about last night, they'll get going, get it together. But it's more one, two years down the road. So this is what I expected last night. We don't need to talk about last night much more. And the other one is Jack Campbell. You know, there, you know, 19 shots. He made some big saves, you know. It's, uh, and I, I'm finding myself retreating on my argument, my pro like, <laughs> Freddie for Prime Minister argument, even though he's not born in Canada, you know. Just just that kind of thing. Just, just you know, that kind of goaltending. And quite frankly, Freddie Anderson has not delivered it in the first two games. 
And of course, Anderson got the complete night off as Aaron Dell backed up. And again, as you mentioned, Jack Campbell, I thought was solid as well. That overly tested 17 saves, the shots 40 to 19. Again, a 3 2 Maple Leafs victory, improving a 2 1 0 on this early season. Time to bring in uh, Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca to get his thoughts on this one. Luke, thanks so much for jumping on. Uh, a much different team, I would, I would say, tonight for the Leafs, no? Oh, night and day, right? Mm. Um, uh, it's too bad that they couldn't bring that the first night, but full marks for responding and playing more true to form. And, you know, the guys have kind of talked about no exhibition games. We tend to forget that virtually every line is different than last year, than last year whether it's new personnel or the coaching staff juggling the bodies around. Uh, I think one defensive pair is the same, Hall and, and Muzzin. But other than that, he, all the D, D guys have a new partner. And all these things take a little time. Um, but uh, you see the talent. You see how they can dominate. Keith just said, we were on the Zoom call with him, the puck was hardly in our end. And he's right. Like I think pretty much every one of the, the Leafs lines um, had positive, you know, underlying numbers when it came to, to shot attempts. Like the, the puck was in Ottawa's zone most of the night, and and this wouldn't have been close were it not for, um, you know, Ottawa's ability ability to keep most of the Leafs' attempts to the outside, and for uh, Matt Murray to to look pretty solid mm-hmm. with his new team. But um, you know, the big guns came through. We were looking for goals for Thornton, Marner, and Matthews. All three of them got on the board. You know, and, and that's where Luke and uh, we'll talk about, uh, and it's funny, I, I don't know if you know, but Alex Anthopoulos uh, lives for, lives lived four doors down from us. Our daughter was his big babysitter. He never sold the house. He still rents it. So I always think he's going to come back and man, and GM the Jays. I know Shapiro got <laughs> Don't count but, it. But, but the point being is, you know, he started as a big analytics guy. And then he, he also, when I can remember the moving van moved up as he went to Los Angeles. And he goes, you know what? It's so much about character. So a little bit of balance. And I thought that, you know, last night and, and, you know, a talk was after how analytically well the Leafs had done. And I felt like saying, no, give me the eyeball test. I like tonight better. You know what? Like, give me the eyeball test to exactly what you said is what they did. The game was in the Ottawa Senator zone. Yeah, and, and they didn't have lapses. I mean, they, they took some penalties, right, more penalties than they'd like to. Uh, but they killed off a five-on-three. But it, it's the five-on-five play that I think Keith was especially frustrated with Friday night. Uh, and, and that didn't happen, right? Like, they, they dominated, as they should. I mean, this is a team that's going for it. Ottawa's a team that's rebuilding. Um, but this is kind of what should happen when, when they put their, forth their full effort. And I really like the consistency, um, you know, from, from puck drop right, right till the end, you know. And I, I think it's actually a good thing that the Sens kept it so close and that it was a one-goal game because uh, I think those types of lessons or tests of winning, of grinding out a 3-2 game and holding on to a lead, that's the kind of thing you want to see from the Leafs. Yeah, and if anything, I think the Leafs learned that you know Ottawa's going to be a difficult team. They should have already known that, but they're going to be a tough, pesky bunch all season long. Seven more meetings between these two sides. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic here on Leafs Nation postgame, joined alongside uh, Luke Fox from Sportsnet.ca. Uh, we talked about this uh, head-on last night, of course, with the back-to-back. We knew Jack Campbell, the start was coming, but they elect to rest uh, Frederick Anderson completely, get a heavy workout in the morning is what they called it. Aaron Dell backs up. Uh, you know, I, I asked you this question last night. We'll go over it again. Uh, who do you start on Monday uh, against the Winnipeg Jets if you're, uh, you're uh, Sheldon Keefe? 
Well, it's it's interesting, right? Because last night he was asked about the goaltending, and he said the puck's going in too much, and you know, goaltending is one of many issues. And tonight he was asked about the goalie, and he said Jack Campbell was excellent. And this is, you know, this is over over ten months since Jack Campbell's had a start, so uh, he wasn't really tested. Like, let's be honest, but he did come up with a big save in the dying moments when they needed one, and he got the win. Um, it, it, it'll be interesting. I, I would guess they go back to Freddie because they made a point of explaining how much rest he's going to get um, in advance of Monday uh, against Winnipeg. And, I mean, that's kind of a, a fingers-crossed situation with Winnipeg cancelling practice entirely. Uh, hopefully the, there's not a, an outbreak there. Uh, but I would guess that they go back to, to Freddie, but it makes you think at least because Campbell got the win and he played well. And, you know, um, you know it, it is Freddie's net, but this is the season, if there is one, where Jack can take more of it. Now, I am the proponent. We talk too much about the 12th forward, the 6th defenseman, the backup yeah. goaltender. Hmm. But Barabanov got about, like, three minutes of ice time. And Nick Robertson, two minutes, 20 seconds of ice time. It's just kind of interesting, like, uh, the fourth line. I mean, Wayne Simmons plays a bit of different different role, so he gets a bit more ice time, but... Uh, I, I'm interested because he said that, like, you know, Sheldon Keefe really wants the bottom six guys from the bottom six to emerge. And it's interesting. He's had some trepidation about Barabanov and Robertson so far in the first three games. Yeah. I, I mean, as far as the bottom six concerned, I think uh, that Kerfoot line uh, with Hyman, like I, I thought they had a really solid game. And this is, this is three straight games in a row that Kerfoot has drawn a penalty and the Leafs have scored on the ensuing power play. Kerfoot looks like a much better player than he did uh, towards the end of last year. So I'm not too worried about the third line as long as they get positive shifts and they get the odd goal. The fourth line still is, is, seems to be a, a work in progress. I mean, Jason Spezza was absolutely fabulous in the, in the face-off dot tonight. I think he won 10 of 10, which is, which is fantastic. I thought Robertson came out like he was shot out of a cannon, and just unfortunately he got injured very early in the second period. And uh, Keith said he's going to need an MRI, and it looks like it'll be a while. Uh, they don't know the full diagnosis, but it's not as if he's going to be playing Monday. So, they, oh, jeez, I didn't. I, um... Yeah, the fourth line remains a work in progress because Barabanov, you know, he, he didn't make an impression, but. You know, he's, he's played less than 10 total minutes in North America. So mm. it's hard to, to judge a guy. Um, and, you know, so I don't know. Travis Boyd, maybe he gets, he gets a look. Uh, I know Keith's high on Adam Brooks. So uh, I think it's back to the, the taxi squad or the stay ready squad, as they call it. Gord, do you want to jump back in? No, I, I just, uh, about Nick Robinson, sorry about that. I just, you know, part of explains the ice time. You have the benefit of hearing after the game. That's you know, injuries, man, it's, it's such a disappointing part of the game. And this guy, Luke, I mean, you know, he stayed here to train. Uh-huh. He thought he was going to play for Team USA. He didn't. And, I'm, and I got after Kirby Doc, I got I, I got no problem with NHL teams that said, <laughs> here's why we want our guy. But all that this guy gave and hopefully when I hear MRI, I think a month. I hope that's not the case. That's all. I just kind of give a bit of so. So that explains it. I did. I, w- I wasn't fully cognizant why he disappeared, Luke. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, Keith. Just, I just got off with Keith, Keith when uh, I hopped on with you guys. But it's a heartbreaking story for for Nick because he never left. Like after Columbus kicked Toronto out of the bubble, 
you know, this this guy's a teenager. He wants to go home to California. He's really close with his family, his mom and dad, and his, his brother who also plays in the league. Uh, but he thought his best chance to make the Toronto Maple Leafs was to stay in Toronto. And he couch surfed a while. I think he stayed with Muzzin for a while and a couple other guys go into the Leafs training facility, kind of show Kyle Dubas and the rest of the, the brass that how committed he was to being a Leaf, that he wanted to make the team out of camp, despite all the new wingers that they were bringing in, that, that he could stick. Um, so he devoted himself that way, uh, you know, did, opted not to go uh, with Team USA. And, you know, I don't, I don't think he would have prevented them from winning a gold medal. So he finally gets in tonight. And, you know, like you mentioned, less than two and a half minutes of ice time before it's a, it's a knee injury. It, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, really unfortunate, Doc, because, again, uh, you know, I know he only played two and change, but I thought he looked really, really effective there. He was getting some shifts uh, up top as well. Um, with Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca, the Maple Leafs defeating the Ottawa Senators 3-2. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic here on Leafs Nation postgame. You know, another constant for me through the first three games has been the last, you know, various years that he's been on the Maple Leafs. Zach Hyman, uh, you know, I, I think he's just been doing his thing. And as we know, looming this year is a contract year. Um, I, I think he's just proving his worth, honestly. The fact that we continue to notice this guy anywhere he plays, he does his thing, whether it be on the third line. And I think he had some great shifts on the uh, top two lines as well tonight. What would you make of his game? Oh, fantastic. I, I think he's been the most consistent Leaf through these yeah. two games. Uh, short, small mm-hmm. sample size, but you can make that case. Uh, for last year, the year before, you know that the the narrative of uh, that Zach Hyman is riding other other guys' coattails that that's that's long gone, um, mm-hmm. you know. And I, and it was really telling for me in the Montreal game, the opening game when the it was tied and the game was on the line. Uh, Sheldon Keith took Thornton off the left wing and put Hyman up with the big guys, um, and that that kind of told me just how highly the coach thinks of him. And he wants more balance in his lines. And I think moving Hyman down isn't a demotion. It's a, it, he sees Hyman as almost uh, the kind of guy that can help drive a line and get that, get that bottom six going because it was such an issue last year. Yeah, you know, and another thing about Joe Thornton I liked, I liked after game one. I mean, tonight he scores a significant goal. And I, I like Luke because you deal with him day by day. You're in the trenches. And you hear Connor McDavid in Edmonton, for example, and others, that it's tough. Every day got to come out. It's a pretty serious thing. Austin Matthews is pretty serious. Dion Phaneuf was pretty serious. Phil Kessel, that a guy in his 40s just saying a big smile, hey, isn't this awesome? Isn't this fun? Isn't being in Toronto great? And I really think there's an ingredient there when you talk about leadership, because that, that, that's how Joe Thornton has, has lived his Hall of Fame life. Like, he's given it on the ice, but off the ice, he's had a li- little bit more about, hey, let's be cerebral, let's, let's look at the big picture, and I think, th- I think that's a healthy addition. Oh, it's great, uh, and especially, I think, for these young guys that, that have really, unlike you and I, have, have grown up immersed in social media and, and are constantly bombarded with what other people think. And even if they take a break from it, their friends are very well aware of what, what they think. So Thornton's like of a, of a different generation than Matthews and, and Marner. And, the, you know, he was, he was, uh, someone mentioned something that, uh, that went viral uh, this week. And Joe was like, Oh really? Uh, I had no idea. He's like, I'll have to get, get Austin to show me. Cause he has that. Um, he's just like kind of oblivious. And I think there's a, a bit of a freedom to that after tonight's game. 
Mitch was saying that, like, in 20 years, he would like to be like Joe. Like, just kind of, and he's not talking about on the ice. He's talking about just his attitude and, and, the, and the joy with which he approaches the game and keeps things light. And Muzzin was, was going on about just how loud he is in the room. And I think they needed kind of some louder voices and guys that can kind of break the tension. Um, and for him to, you know, get on a score sheet like tonight, that's, that's a bonus. Yeah, something tells me Jumbo's going to be all over this Amazon Prime series. And I know you had the thread on Twitter well, the other day. And I, I put my two cents, and I'd love to see Gord Stellick narrate it. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably double his salary if he got that good. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> uh, Luke, you're the man. Appreciate this big victory tonight. Okay, have a good night, guys. Thanks for having me on. No problem. That's Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca. Uh, I'm sure you've seen this by now, the uh, the Amazon Prime series that's coming throughout this season. How, how much footage do you think there's going to be a Jumbo Joe Thornton, Gordo? Okay. Okay. Let, let's let listeners in on this because you're better at this. So it's not on mainstream TV. And and, and um, I've to answer your question lots. And I got to tell you, uh, I love the behind the scenes 24-7. I know, I know that's not what they're called. But when the Leafs had the outdoor game and they did that, like, they blew it. Like, they had, you know, like Randy Carla, the coach, couldn't figure out the toaster. Nobody was helping him. <laughs> someone talked to Dion. I like Dion Phaneuf. I really like <laughs> Dion Phaneuf. And someone talked him into this ridiculous Imelda Marcos thing showing how many <laughs> shoes he had in his um, – she's, of course, the former uh, first lady of the Philippines. Like, how many shoes he had in his closet. It was nauseating. Like, it, it, it was brutal. It was brutal. Like it, 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 it took us behind the scenes of a team you did not want to root for, and it shouldn't have been this way. So, anyway, I hope that's not the case this time. I would think Joe Thornton would be in a lot, but also it's one of those you got to download, or what do you have to do? How do you get it? Crave? It'll be available it? on Amazon Prime. Amazon, okay. Um, and a lot of people out there, not to endorse them too much because they don't sponsor us, but a lot of people out there have Amazon Prime. So look for that following this season. But with that in mind, Gord, uh, we are going to take a break. Uh, just getting started here in Leafs Nation postgame. We'll hear from Joe Thornton, Sheldon Keith, maybe some Jack Campbell, Mitch Marner to three-point effort in this one, all part of a 3-2 victory as the Maple Leafs hold on here at Canadian Tire Centre in Ottawa. Uh, the Maple Leafs now 2-1-0 on this season. Their next game tentatively scheduled, and we'll talk about that later on at home against the Winnipeg Jets coming up on Monday night. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic on Twitter, and you're listening to Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. After a meal like that, you deserve a little dessert. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Nothing Ottawa. Pass up on the right side. Dropped by Marner. Scores! Wrist shot coming in on a drop pass. And it's Joey Thornton who gets his first goal as a Maple Leaf. And Jumbo Joe has tied the game. Undoubtedly, the physically distanced party was on in St. Thomas. 1-1 one one for Jumbo Joe. The Leafs top in the Senators 3-2. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5-9 of the Fan. At the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic on Twitter, the thing I like most about that goal by Joe Thornton Gord was the giddy up in the in the neutral zone to get fired up. And how about you know Mitch Marner corralling that pass and number two that pass to Joe Thornton, and then Thornton looking off one of the best goal scorers in this world in Austin Matthews. No doubt Matt Murray was looking for Matthews to get that pass, right? Yeah, and I was really happy for Mitch Marner. We've talked about his abundance of ice time, and it just does not happen. And uh, 
He's tried real hard. He's come close, and 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 that was the play. To your point, putting getting the stick down, and really an exceptional play to get possession of the puck in the first place. So, and then Joe Thornton's first goal is a Maple Leaf. It's you know, Nick, it's kind of like your breeze now. You're kind of hey, yep. let's 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 get a few things going. Let's get let's get Thornton's first goal. Let's get Marner going, and it, it, it parts of that happened uh, team wise on that one particular play. And do not forget at that point, it was actually Joe Thornton who had a goal before both Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews. Not sure any poolies out there had that happening, but all three would factor in in this 3-2 victory for the Maple Leafs. Time to hit up a Zoom call. Here's Leafs bench boss, Sheldon Keefe. Sheldon, quite a night. Uh, you had a 41-year-old guy scoring, and you also uh, lost Nick. Can I start by asking uh, Robertson's condition? Uh, he looks like he's definitely going to miss some time uh, to the extent of it. Uh, we don't quite know yet. He's going to get an MRI, I believe, tomorrow. I'm not sure, but here very soon, and you know, we'll, know, we'll know more then. And what did you think of Joe and the goal? I thought it was a great great goal. It was a great sequence uh, by that line. The line you could tell right from the drop of the puck today was going to have a night. Uh, they've been working really hard, haven't had the results uh, here quite yet, but uh, they've been really working and it was just a matter of time for the line and, and uh, for Austin, certainly. And I felt that line was going to break out today. Don't know that I had Jumbo maybe being the first one <laughs> to get on the board, but uh, you could tell that the line was going to break out and have a good night. And uh, it did. So it's great. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. What did you like the most about that line? Mitch felt like maybe they were being a bit more creative, letting that flow. What What did you see from that group? Well, I just thought, you know, I, we, we had talked before the game. I, I talked to the team. I talked to you guys about, you know, offensively, we just needed to really increase our pace. And that's that's been something we've been talking about working at since day one of training camp. And it, it hadn't really shown up in our first two games. And, you know, with how Ottawa's playing and, and how they're competing defensively and how they're content to defend. Uh, it was a real challenge for us, uh, you know, to, to make sure we're doing that. And I thought we did that tonight. And just then as a result, I just thought those guys were just way more involved. They were all over the puck and they were just getting pucks back. They were getting second and third opportunities in the offensive zone. Uh, so it just really opened the game up, up for them. Uh, you know, we, we didn't get an abundance of of great chances. Again, credit to Ottawa with how they play and defend. But uh, those guys were, were quite good today. And you lose sight of the fact that, you know, um, just how good defensively they were at the same time. Jack Campbell was talking to us about how it can be tough with the long layoff to stay sharp as a goalie. How did, how did he look to you tonight? He looked excellent, you know. Um, I think it was a it's a tough night for a goalie. You know, he goes long stretches without shots. And, you know, we did still give up some some looks at the net, uh, guys in behind us and all those kind of things. Uh, in behind us in, in our own end, I should say, not so much breakaways or rushes or anything like that. But just, you know, they got some clean looks at the net. Obviously, their power play was uh, pretty dangerous, the five on three. And they had some some looks there and looks at the end. And obviously, the game-saving uh, save uh, there at the end is, is big-time stuff. So that's great. That's what you want to want to get uh, you, you want to get from your goaltender coming in you know from like this it's a back-to-back -back game for our team and uh, we need to have a great response and we need great goaltending and he brought that for us okay we'll go to terry koshan toronto sun go ahead terry michelle just a quick one on the overall uh, defensive play by the team what, what what were the differences for you do you think uh 
maybe from the hash marks down or in the defensive zone as a whole over last night? Well, I, I thought <laughs> we really didn't we really didn't spend much time in our own end at all tonight, and I think that's a big part of it. You know, we, we had the puck a lot, and we didn't have the puck. We we were above the thing very quickly, and and uh, we got it back quite quickly. So it wasn't perfect at times. I thought they they had some looks at our net. Um, you know, we, we want to do a better job there of picking up coverage and things, but we really didn't spend very much time in our own end today. And frankly, we didn't spend much time in our end yesterday either. Uh, but when they when when we did, uh, we weren't very good in that regard. But today we were in and out pretty quick, and and uh, you know that that helps a great deal. Thanks. All right, and last one here, James Myrtle, the Athletic. Go ahead, James. Hi, Sheldon. Uh, Joe Thornton's minutes were down to around 14. Is that just um, a case of it being a back-to-back or is, is, or was it game situations or, or how did you settle on that today? Yeah, a little, a little bit of both. Uh, James just, you know, I was mindful, not just of him, but you know, some of our other guys are trying to spread out the minutes a little bit better. Um, you know, we lost Robertson and, and that kind of changed the flow of our team a little bit. So I was spotting in Simmons and, uh, and that uh, with that line a little and moving things around a bit, um, you know, so I was mindful of the back to back, but uh, it was also just circumstantial, really, because I, I thought Joe had really great legs right to the very end of the game. You know, some of our best tracks and, and uh, you know, catching guys from behind and having to stick on the puck and creating a turnover you know, in the last couple of games here against Ottawa here uh, came from Joe and his effort there. So I'm feeling Feeling real good about what he's been able to do and how he looks in that area. All right, there you have it. Sheldon Keefe after this 3-2 victory on the road here, splitting and salvaging the uh, two-game um, series here, I guess you can call it, with the Ottawa Senators in Canada. What did you make of uh, Sheldon Keefe's remarks, Gordo? Uh, I think um, the big one was how big, even though Jack Campbell had 19 shots, Leafs outshot Ottawa 40-19, to 19, but just he came up with some big saves, and, and Sheldon acknowledged that. Like, Freddie didn't. Maybe in the first game against Montreal, his best save probably was in overtime, but mm-hmm. he had got out goaltended in both of the first two games. And it's true. Like, even though the Leafs um, dominated play tonight, you do need that timely save. So I thought, you know, that was one thing. And and then the other thing is when I say reverence, I'm trying to find the right word to Joe Thornton. It's not like he's not intimidated by Joe Thornton, but just he really appreciates, Nick, what uh, would the – the, the intangibles and the tangibles Joe Thornton brings to his team. No doubt about that. And I, I do agree with you uh, when it comes to Jack Campbell, too. Again, not overly tested, but I thought the Dadnov save was one I, I circled and starred there uh, in the second period when Toronto went down two men. That was a big kill. I know Josh Norris missed a couple nets there, but uh, the Maple Leafs kind of lucky to, to get out unscathed. But I think all in all, uh, Jack Campbell, when called upon in this game, was solid. And, and I, for one, as we talked about earlier, would go back to Jack Campbell on Monday night remains to be seen, and we'll talk about that game coming up. But let's hear now from uh, the man himself, Joe Thornton, one one here. Joe, I'm not sure, sure if you knew. Uh, you are the second oldest Leaf to score and the oldest forward ever to score. Who's the oldest? Like, Who's the yeah. oldest? Uh, Alan Stanley. And how old would he be? He was uh, 41 uh, and maybe uh, six or seven more months than you. Okay. Hall of Famer, uh, Hall of Famer defenseman. So I got to play a couple uh, more years, you're saying, eh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I guess the goal, though, was uh, in a game like this was uh, just as big. Uh, you yeah. guys needed to take a split from this series. We did. We did. Uh, we didn't feel feel too good about our game last night. And, um, you know, we, it was just a good 60 minute effort, but uh, just happy to contribute for the guys tonight.
Thank you. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Joe, uh, Mitch was just describing you as like a 20, a, a version of himself 20 years from now because of how energetic you are. How would you describe what it's like being around Mitch? Oh, I, I love all the boys, to be honest with you. It's been, it's been so fun with Mitchie and, and Maddie. Um, you know, we're just, uh, we have a lot of fun out there. And I think um, we'll continue to keep growing as a line. Um, because we are having fun and, and we get excited before every game. And I think uh, you can tell each game we're getting better and that's, you know, that's a real good sign, but yeah, I love playing with those two kids. Yeah. Mitch was saying that you were calling for it uh, on, on the play where you scored. What did you see on that sequence? Yeah, no, I wanted to get give it over to, to Maddie, but uh, they kind of took him away. So I, I kind of saw the goalie cheating a little bit. So I shot, but yeah, just uh, the, the amount of attention that, that Maddie and um, uh, 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 sorry, <laughs> Who am I talking about here? Mitchie. Oh, Mitchie. Yeah, sorry, Mitchie. The, the amount of attention these two guys get, I just got to get open for them and just uh, just be ready to shoot the puck and, and get ready to distribute to these guys. Chalk another one up to the Amazon Prime series coming soon. Joe Thornton is just a walking quote. Yeah. He's tremendous. And the only disappointment for me is that, you know, we're in a Zoom era and we can't see Joe, uh, shirtless Joe Thornton more than we did in San Jose because that, that was the brilliant part to me. Um, he would not make not make enough money doing it, but a, what a career in media training he'd have oh. post career. Like you know, yeah. like he he listens to Lance Hornby's question, okay, and then he says, "Who's the guy? Who's the guy?" Like like it's a it's a neat little thing instead of like blah 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 blah. And it's Alan Pucks Stanley, Alan Stanley, who is a hockey hall of famer and was on part of the D when they won four Stanley Cups in the sixties. And and then Joe says, Nick. I guess I got to stay around longer. I'll, I'll, let's let's let me become the oldest guy here, and not just the oldest forward, the oldest guy. And you know what? Hmm. If the other guys can kind of go, I am playing NHL hockey. I'm in Toronto. I know everybody recognizes me. So it's a lot of pressure, but it also kicks ass. It's awesome. And you know, and why not? It's kind of like now I I watched a great uh, that great feature on Tiger Woods. You know, there's there's one out there now, and it was good. Yep. But I don't I don't like when he played with his kid and all that. I don't buy the glib Tiger Woods because that's not him. He didn't do it. So don't Tiger, don't give me that crack crap in your 40s. OK, because it's boring <laughs> as you're mic'd as you walk down saying nothing. Right. Where Phil Mickelson has more jam and others have more jam and whatever. And that's the same thing here. Like, hey, we're not splitting the atom. We're not we're, we're, we did not develop the vaccine for COVID. I'm talking about you and I as well. And, you know, just, you know, like, God, like I wish I wish guys would get that. I wish guys would get that. Just, you know, post-game. Post-game, you're not under a lamp. You're not in Precinct 52 and being questioned <laughs> on a murder charge. Like, you know, especially when you win. Like, like have some fun. Yeah, I keep thinking to John Tavares when he got super serious about Team Blue a week ago, but uh, I digress on that White, front. Nick. You forgot he was oh, Team was it, oh, yeah. My was mistake. Team yes, yeah. that's right. I put money on Team White. They came through. You put money on Team Blue. They lost, so I won. Uh, speaking of winning, uh, again, Mitch Marner, by far his best game of the three so far this season. He was all over the place in this game. I had some concerns late, as we know, the uh, – um, the you know the idea not to dump it late there on the power play and also uh, the, the possible giveaway in front, but whatever they won the game. Uh, here's Mitch Marner at one and two in this one. Mitch, can you talk about your lines play tonight uh, uh, compared to the other nights? I think it just clicked more tonight, but can you uh, can you address that? Uh, yeah, I mean I think we felt better. Um, I think it was really our first good game together. Uh, we're moving well. Uh, I think down low we we're really creating a lot of chances, holding on to the puck, weren't rushing plays. I think uh, we're really 
um, using our creativity out there. And that's something I think we were doing the first two games. I feel like we're really kind of rushing, um, throwing pucks away. So uh, it's a better game by us three. Uh, obviously, we're working hard. We're moving. Uh, we're physically engaged and winning puck battles down low in the ozone. So that's something that uh, if you do that well, you're going to come out with a puck a lot of times. I think we did that well tonight. And uh, we got a lot of off. off we got a lot of scoring chips off it. And one other thing. Can you talk about the team's confidence with Jack Campbell in that? Yeah, I mean, any goal that we have in that net, we have major belief in him. Um, I mean, Soupy showed it multiple times that uh, he can go in there regardless and play an amazing game. And again, tonight he did that. Um, you know, he's uh, he's been awesome every time he stepped on that ice and played in that net. So, uh, like I said, we have faith in either goalie going out there and playing in our net. And uh, he had another amazing game for us. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters. TSN, go ahead, Mark. Mitch, uh, playing with Joe Thornton, just what stands out the most about him? Uh, his creativity, his down low play, just having the puck on a stick and able to kind of box out guys and control the puck down there. It's, um, you know, we're still trying to get the whole rhythm thing down here and chemistry down, but uh, the more you talk, the better it is. Um, you know, he's very uh, outgoing like me, which is great. Has a lot of fun out on the ice, which is a lot of fun to be a part of. And like I said, uh, we, we just want to keep getting better every game. Tonight, I think we were talking a lot more on the ice, letting each other know where we were uh, on that first goal. I mean, he's screaming at me the whole time that he's behind me, and um, that's a great shot by him. So it's just uh, using our voices as much as we can, supporting each other as much as we can. Uh, and it gets down to the goal line to him, try and find a spot and be ready to shoot it. You mentioned uh, he's kind of outgoing like you, and certainly it looks like you guys are having a lot of fun, especially in those goal celebrations. How would you describe the energy he's been bringing? Oh, very high. Um, he's like a 20 year old, 20 years older than me kind of feeling. Um, it's been a lot of fun with him. Um, you know, like I said, we want to get better every single day we're here. Um, tonight was a great step forward for our th us three. Um, you know, now we got to be ready for Winnipeg, get ready for that game. Uh, make sure, uh, you know, we come with the same intensity. Wonder what Patrick Marlowe feels right now. Uh, Gord, I, I thought it was a great pro answer there uh, when Mitch Marner was asked about the team's confidence playing in front of Jack Campbell. He mentioned they have confidence with both net miners because I think they were trying to get a quote there maybe. Yeah, it's funny, Nick. Good good mention. I respect what I respect Patrick Marlowe, period. I yeah. respect what he did the first year. The second year, not so much, whatever. But um, – he he was not Joe, right? <laughs> he he was part of the serious issue that way, and uh, it just sort of when you said that reinforced what I like about Joe Thornton. The other, it, it's kind of a softball question, because if even if Michael Hutchinson is worth is worst or Garrett Sparks, at, you know, when, yeah, when he chirped, you still would have to say you like your goalie, but um, they do. I, I think I think there's a different bite to it that. Ever since Jack Campbell came in that trade, and, we, and Kyle Clifford is gone, but Jack Campbell's still here, and he's on a very—I um, don't like using the word team-friendly, but a good contract, a cap-friendly yep, contract. So, you know what? You know he was the highest goaltender picked his year in the draft, I think, but he was up there. So, could he be a number one? I don't know. Does he have one more kick at it? Everyone assumes now you're a backup goaltender, but uh, I like what he said, and I believe what he said. And, and Nick. You and I have done this, you know, for, you know, we've followed him so many times. Like, unfortunately, COVID hit with a thud, but I forget how many games he played. Did he play a bad one as a Maple Leaf? I don't think he did. Uh, 
Not one comes to mind. Uh, it was a small sample size. I remember there was sort of a clause in the trade that he had to play a number of X amount of games to get to the uh, to the pick bonus, and it never got there because of COVID, right? So uh, uh, we'll see. They're they're going to give him some rope. I, I you know we'll see what happens on Monday, and we'll get to that as we wrap things up here. Um, you know the very latest what we do know about the Winnipeg Jets situation. They didn't practice on Saturday, so we'll get to that. And we'll tie a bow on everything. The Maple Leafs uh, defeating the Ottawa Senators 3-2 the final here on this Saturday night. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic. You're listening to Leafs Nation postgame on the Sportsnet. Fan 590 The Fan. Let our trained professionals help you come down from the high of the game. Here on the Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. All right, final segment. The Leafs win number two on the season, 3-2 the final in Canada. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic here on Leafs Nation postgame at the Gold Muzzy at Gord Stelic. So, Gord, the very latest on the Winnipeg Jets, who, by the way, are scheduled to have a very, very busy week if they do, in fact, start the week playing in Toronto on Monday. They're scheduled to have five games in seven days, but we did find out uh, this much on Saturday that Tucker Pullman, who played an opening night for the Winnipeg Jets back on Thursday, uh, tested positive uh, for coronavirus, um, so they had to cancel practice, and uh, that's pretty much all we know at this point in time. I'm sure we'll find out more on Sunday. Yeah, I, I don't quite get all the protocols. I think both you and I, when the NHL announced, was it 27 players tested positive, but 17 on the Dallas Stars, right? So Dallas yeah. is the team, and it's the only team so far that is, has been affected what, about a week or 10 days before they start the season. Other teams have closed down their practice facilities or taken a day or two off training. Pittsburgh, Vancouver did it um, out of precautionary measures, and that's what Winnipeg claimed in their release this morning. So, again, we'll, they yeah. say we'll find out more tomorrow, but I, so I don't get how it works with tracing and other things in the taxi squad and the appropriate numbers of players to play. So we'll have to find out Monday. Is the game on or not? Yeah, so I'll clarify, by the way, because I don't want to say erroneous stuff. Uh, he's on the COVID-19 protocol list. So, in fact, that doesn't really tell us if he has COVID or not. Maybe it could be somebody around him, right? And it goes back to the tracing. So, again, you know, he could be clear tomorrow and the Jets could be good to go. But I, I think that's, you know, the w- one reason why they have this protocol in place is to avoid team spread, right? Because, as you mentioned, 17 to 27 players for the Dallas Stars who don't start till next Friday, I believe, uh, it, it went crazy in that locker room when they're trying to stop the spread, yeah. clearly. Yeah, and that, and that's why this isn't yeah. the Dallas Stars situation. So every other situation has had a protocol in place that has allowed the team to play. So right now mm-hmm. I'm assuming the Leafs will play the Winnipeg Jets on Monday based on the yeah on, on, on what we know at this particular point. Which may, and, and there's other players. They're announcing their names, and early on this is going to be the challenge about having it and how you deal with it. And... You know, like I say, so far, so good, you know, except for the Dallas Stars, but still that's not a bad thing. It's expected. There's gaps in the schedule to allow for rescheduling. They've already announced those games for the Dallas Stars, and and that's what we hope we can do moving on forward. And again, make sure to keep it locked to Sportsnet, uh, Sportsnet.ca and all the socials on Sunday into Monday for the very latest on that front. But for now, we do think uh, tentatively scheduled for Monday, the Maple Leafs hosting the Winnipeg Jets, and I alert all to check us out. On Leafs Nation post game for that one, the Maple Leafs again victorious on this Saturday night. 3 2 the final behind a goal and an assist from Joe Thornton. He was really, really good. So was Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner for that matter in this crucial 3 2 victory for the Maple Leafs. Many thanks to Sam McKee and Andrew Holland. For Gord Stelic, I'm Nick Alberga. 
You've been listening to Leafs Nation Post Game on Sportsnet 590 The Fan.